The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Whoa! That was fun. That was real fun. That was real, real fun. Tennessee, Kentucky last night. Thompson Bowling Arena was jamming, was rocking, was leaning. 21,678 fans. Woo, straight up spanking from Tennessee. Who saw the spanking coming? A lot of people saw the wind coming, but the spanking. Wow. 865-255-03. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. 14-point lead at halftime. Lead got up to, I want to say, 20 points almost. That's the size I remember it. Fun. Fun environment. One of the best environments in college basketball, Ben, has been on that religiously. We saw players emerge, step up, and play their best game of the season. Yesterday we talked about this game, and uh, I remember mentioning that uh, Link fathers Oscar Sheedway, and that was the case when Kentucky played at Alabama. Alabama has a seven-footer. Tennessee, Jonas Adu. Hello, my friend. Welcome to college basketball. Three blocks. Doing his thing. Five points, but he was a he was a force. Seven rebounds. Second leading rebounder for Tennessee. Hello, John Focuson. Hello, John Focuson. Perfect from the free throw line. Folky was in his bag on the offensive end. That's the John Fulkerson that I want to see. Don't have to drop 20 points. Don't have to be an Arizona performance. Don't have to be a Kentucky performance from two years ago. But that's a John Fulkerson that we should expect each and every night. And last night, he was great. Kennedy Chandler. Ben. Hey, he missed the jumper, but <laughs> the the drop behind the back, step back J, left the defender in the dust, the one-on-one move to be able to create your own shot, that's why Kenny Chandler is special. That dude. Professional. That, oh, my goodness. The confidence behind the three. The energy in that building, and then Zakai Ziegler is doing his thing. Everybody did their thing. That first half of basketball was a thing of beauty to see in person. The place was electric. Big shout out to the to the to the to the fans, to the students. I had my family there. The student session. Y'all had my y'all had my little kids chanting. I gotta talk to y'all about what y'all was chanting. I had to tell my, my youngest one, no, 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 you can't chant that one. 
you can chant the other one. <laughs> Except for when it comes to Kentucky. Then you can chant it. No, 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 Kentucky, no. Alabama, Florida, Georgia, you can chant it. Not that chant. You can you can do the other chant. Not that chant. I can't have you. Which one? Blank, blank Kentucky. I can't, I can't have y'all going to school saying that one. Were, were they all in on the overrated? No, no, no. Or I, I shut that one down, man. Just, just like, like football. That was great. That was great. There, there, everybody was, the media members that I was around were making fun of Tennessee fans for, for the overrated chant. And it, my thought was, it's the student section. They're college kids. They're in college. Who cares? They're supposed to say that. Yeah, but. They're, they're, we, we all we, know that they're not overrated. We're supposed, it's a student section. We're they, supposed they, to be smarter they do than everybody. That. We're supposed to be smarter than everybody. Uh, we're not. You, <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to beat teams that are properly rated, especially if they are number four in the country. Like you, you, you want them to be the best team in the country when you beat them. You want them to be awesome when you beat them. You don't want them to be overrated. When you beat them. So overrated is probably the worst chant in, in sports. But not the blank the other team one. I actually like that one. I just don't like my kids. <laughs> my kids are trying to say it. I don't like that. Uh, but it's it was, man, it was fabulous. It was fabulous last night, Ben. It was. I brought, some, I brought home some popcorn. You want some? That's special popcorn. It's really good popcorn. Yeah, man. Special, that's special popcorn. Man, I walked, I walked through the, the bottom entrance and like did you feel fancy no like i was I'm, I'm, the reason the reason why is because uh, of of the parking but like the reason why i was cool is we got we we when uh kentucky's team walked to the locker room from the from the uh court like my daughter was like uh them dudes are tall like, <laughs> yeah and i was like tata is dressed out Tata Washington is dressed out. Looks like he's he don't look like he's not gonna play. And Washington warm up. He's putting up shots. Look look really good. And and um, he he you know he went you know he went at the beginning. Did not finish. But I wonder what's 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 really bothered him because you know he looked pretty good when he played, but just again just didn't finish. But man, Josiah Jordan James. Only had eight points because of you know foul trouble, but stupid same. foul trouble. Those, stupid. those two, those stupid. two fouls in the that he was called for in the first half were atrocious. The first one, contesting a shot, doesn't even touch the Kentucky player. Should have been no whistle. And then on the second one, he blocks the shot with his elbow and is called for a foul. Yeah, man, it it's a clean block. Ah, uh, yeah. And it and it put him on the bench for the rest of the first half. And not only did it put him on the bench for the rest of the first half. It, it allowed him to get in further foul trouble in the second half and barely play. Yeah. But it speaks to how far Tennessee has come and how far Kai Ziegler and Kennedy Chandler has come that Tennessee is able to knock off the number four team in the country pretty convincingly. I mean, Tennessee dominated Kentucky from tip-off to, to, to the end un, until the final horn sounded. And it, it, it was John Fulkerson, Jonas to do, yes, but Kennedy Chanley and Zakai Ziegler ran that team last night. And t- 
Tennessee has two of the best true freshman point guards in the country, and you can probably take the, the true freshman off of it and just say that Tennessee has two of the best point guards in the country. And yep. they are playing their best basketball at the most important time of the year. And, oh, by the way, that's in addition to having Santiago Vescovi, who is an all-SEC player this year, and Josiah Jordan-James at the, at the guard position. I mean, Tennessee has four guards that are all playing great basketball right now and just controlling basketball games. And what's the most important thing that you must have in March? Momentum. Guard play. Yeah. Momentum, yeah. yes, playing your best basketball. But you've got to have good guard play going into March. And right now, Tennessee has great guard play. Great. Josiah in foul trouble last night. Santi had 18 points, but it does not feel like he had 18 points, which is also on a separate conversation. That That's the, the mark of a good player. A great player is when just kind of feels like a ho-hum evening, yet – you have 18 points. 12, 12, 12 shot attempts, man. Six makes. Efficient. And it didn't, And I mean, it didn't even feel like it. No, it <laughs> didn't. It just felt like a ho-hum type of game for Santi. But Zakai and Kennedy really stole the show and, and led the charge. And the balls are, the balls are for real. Balls are for real. And not to take anything away from their seven-game SEC winning streak, Swain, but they had a really beaten a you know a, a season they hadn't had a season defining win kind of within that streak they, they had a really nice win over LSU that that's important because of how LSU has had Tennessee's number two wins over Vandy it's, it's a rival so eh, nice nice win there but n- nothing crazy uh, Mississippi State on the road was a very nice win but I mean Mississippi State not just a, a dominating team South Carolina A&M same situation there but to knock off the number four team in the country uh, a month from the day where you were embarrassed in Lexington, it, Tennessee has turned its season around. They were two and three, felt like they were going to get bounced in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And now, I mean, they, they look like a team that is poised to make an Elite Eight, Sweet 16 type of run in, in March. Yeah, I was looking at uh, John Rothstein's tweet. He says, Tennessee answered the bell, and uh, Rothstein is – CBS Sports. Tennessee answered the bell. We wanted to know that the Vols were second weekend good. They are. Love Kennedy Chandler and Zakai Ziegler on the floor together. Them boys, them boys were electric last night. They, they were unbelievable. to them. Oh, yeah. The, the confidence is through the roof right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys combined for 31 points. Zakai had four assists, Kennedy had six assists, and zero turnovers. Six assists, zero turnovers. Best game for Kennedy Chandler as they've all, no doubt. But together they had 10 assists, three turnovers. Yep, Tennessee has now beaten two of Joe Lenardi's four projected number one seats. Arizona, Kentucky, they were... The third, fourth seed going into the night, I would imagine they, they've been bumped up to a, to a three seed after the win last night. And not only that, but they're they're now tied for second in the SEC. Second. Second. And they're they're not – it's going to take a miracle to catch Auburn. I mean, they, they essentially have to win out to have any chance of, of winning the SEC regular season title outright because you would need to obviously beat Auburn 
you're, you're two games behind. Not you're ten and three now. They're twelve and one, I think it is. Yeah, eleven and one. Eleven and one. Who do they play tonight? I don't. I don't know who they play tonight. But um, you beat them. You're one game behind. And then if somehow they they can lose another game, you you would own the tiebreaker if, play, yeah. if you were to win out. So I'm, I mean, I don't expect Tennessee to win out and, and win the SEC. But I mean, it, it's not totally out of the picture. Hey, I mean, it's going to take a lot, but. Aside from that, Tennessee being second tied. I mean, they're essentially. Well, I don't know who would have the tiebreaker between Tennessee and Kentucky. I, I don't know how that works off the top of my head, but um, tied with Kentucky for second in the, in the SEC. That that that's big time considering where we thought that they were going to go a month ago. Auburn plays. Um... <clears throat> oh, so they're going to win tonight. <clears throat> they play. Well, that's a dub for Auburn. Hey, man, you never know. What's Auburn's schedule look like uh, the rest of the way? They got the toughest schedule in the country, man. Why? Because they they play Tennessee. That's right. Coming up now, they play Knoxville. (laughs) uh, They play Vandy at home. Yeah, they go to Florida. They play Ole Miss at home. They play at Tennessee, at Mississippi State, and then South Carolina at home. Second in the SEC it is. We'll need Vanderbilt, Florida, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, or South Carolina to beat Auburn, and then we have to beat Auburn. To get a little piece of that piece. That's what that what that's what need to ha- uh, needs to happen. So, only thing we can do is control what we can control, and that Just is finish second or third, and and then you can avoid Auburn and, until the SEC tournament title game. Yep, if you, if you handle business, man, if you handle business, uh, man. Let's go to the phones. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three Irish Networks hotline. Ninety days, no payment for business, fiber, internet, and voice. Looks like we have. Steve in Georgia. Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, Swain. Uh, good morning, Ben. Um, just kind of hoping you guys could kind of clarify a couple things that I was seeing on TV last night. Um, I think somebody called him uh, fake Kevin Hart on the <laughs> Kentucky bench, tried to jump up in, in people's faces, don't know what he thought he was going to do. But it was kind of stupid the way he did it. It's kind of like he just stepped up, like he was trying to keep somebody from picking up bulky. And I didn't understand that. And then the other thing is, is why, why did – Calipari just walk off the court and didn't want to shake Rick Barnes' hands or, or anything like that. I just thought it was kind of a punk move, but, you know, that's right in line with the way he is, in my opinion, anyway. So, hey, I'll listen to your answer uh, offline. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. All right, all right, all right. You can even play the best part. He, uh, wait, yeah, he's saying he's going to learn. He ain't learn nothing. He ain't do anything to us. Yeah, I um, cause I was sitting, I was sitting behind the basket up top, um, on Tennessee's bitch, so that side, like opposite of you. So like that skirmish happened, you know, far away. You probably had a really good view of it. Yes and no. I had a really good of it, 
really good view of it starting, but then all the fans that sit next to us, media members behind the basket, stood up and I could see nothing. Yeah. So, you know, when I came home, I watched it. I watched it on TV, which was a whole – it was a better, better picture, better view. And, number one, the play where John Fulkerson tried to throw the ball or did throw the ball off the Kentucky defender, he was pushed out of bounds. The referee missed that call. Like that was the easiest call to make. They just blatantly missed that call. Just missed it. So, Fulkerson falls, and Tennessee's teammates on the court go to try to help Fulkerson up because he fell. And as Vescovy is going to help Fulky up, here comes little Kevin Hart. Dude, dude smaller than Zakai Ziegler. He's like trying to step into the like step in the way of Santi trying to help up his teammate. So Vescovy gave him the little chicken wing. Like, watch out, watch out, bro. Watch, get out the way, man. Like, move. And then Zakai did the same thing. Like, what are you doing? Get out the way. Move. Move. Exactly. Get out the way. I don't know what like what he was thinking, but I guess he thought he was in college again. You ain't on the team, bro. Move, get out of the way, man. So that's what that's what happened. And Zakai was given a technical, and then Kentucky's bench was given a technical, which is stupid because like if Kentucky's bench get a second technical, that means the whole team is disqualified from the game. If Zakai gets a second technical, he's done for the game, and. That technical goes as a foul. Luckily, Zakai Ziegler didn't get a second personal foul until like late in the second half, but it could have been like they could have been worse. It was silly. That's why Rick Barnes was like, "Well, I guess I should just tell my bench to do the same thing." Since no player was was getting a technical, this strength coach for for Kentucky. Look, Kevin Hart, like, why was he still allowed to be on the bench after they looked at the monitor, saw the replay, saw everything, and they did nothing to him? Like, he was a huge instigator in the whole incident. He He's the reason the whole thing happened. And, and I mean, if it, it could have been a whole lot worse than it was. I mean, I don't even think, like, Zakai was deserving of a technical. Like, he shoved – I mean, it was a little – it was a bump. It wasn't even a shove. Like, get out of the way, man. He was and, blocking. And, and Santi kind of gave him a little chicken wing, but, I mean, it, it was nothing. Santi and Ziegler, yes, yes, they gave them a little chicken wing, but it was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. And that that Kentucky strength coach was the reason that whole thing happened. Folky made a normal basketball play. Mm-hmm. The Kentucky player – Pushed Folky into the Kentucky bench, mm-hmm. which missed, the missed ref that missed that call. And the Kentucky player initiated by by shoving Folky into the bench. And then you're going to come with some weird energy towards Folky, towards Santi trying to help Folky up out of the Kentucky bench. Like, Tennessee was doing nothing. And had punches been thrown or or a brawl taking place, or something really bad had happened, that that dude would have looked really bad because uh, a punch is being thrown or a brawl taking place would have happened solely because of because of him having weird energy towards a normal basketball play from Folky. 
ain't gonna lie, Ben. I started thinking about my college days, and like I was ready to throw some hands, but I was like, "That's that's what I was concerned about." I was way I was on the other side of the. I was nervous because I I didn't want any Tennessee players to get kicked out or kicked out of that game and then suspended for some upcoming games. I, that's that was my biggest concern. There, there, I, I know like you and and some of your teammates were rough and tough, but. You got to be mentally tough in in that instance. Yep, you, you have to. Yep, talked about that yesterday. Yes, you, you just have to be the the mentally tougher team and and not do anything that's that's going to cost your team that that night. I, I know if you were on the playground, if if you were at the T Rex, somebody's getting swung on, and okay, that that's the place you can you can probably get away with it at the T Rex or uh, at, at the playground playing. But in a college basketball game, you you can't throw. You, you you can't throw hands. You just can't because your team needs you for that night, mm-hmm. and and you you don't need to get suspended for for Lord knows how long. Now that that Clemson player that had the dirtiest play ever against Duke a couple of nights ago, I mean, he only got suspended for one game. So maybe if if you throw hands, you only get suspended for half a game. I guess. So maybe it would be worth it. But you just got to be mentally tough because you, you can't you just can't get kicked out. Yeah. And and Coach Kyle kind of showed us that you just never know when the momentum will swing in the other direction by getting a technical foul. Like I don't know why Coach Kyle got so upset to to get a foul because his like if he was mad about Oscar Sheway getting a foul, it was a foul. It was a clear foul. He's always doing too much. It's too early for the theatrics. You're you're three and a half minutes into the game. You, you come out and you can't miss. I was like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Kentucky can't miss again. It's an eight to two, and, and you're 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 whining about a call and, and getting a, a technical. It's a bad technical. And that, that, like, changed the momentum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tennessee didn't come out and, and play poorly those that first minute or two. But, again, Kentucky could not miss. They, they had the momentum. There's a, a little feel in the building. Oh, oh, Lord, here we go again. Yep. And then that kind of allowed Tennessee to settle in. Santi does a tremendous job of taking his time, taking a deep breath, and, and stepping to the free throw line and, and knocking down those two free throws. And, and that changed the, the first couple of minutes of the game, in my opinion, and allowed Tennessee to – Go on and make a run. It's just he was doing too much. He's always doing too much. It's 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 a, it's a no everybody. It's a circus with Coach Calipari. He don't get, he, he don't get teased like that a, a lot. He but it seems like he always gets it here against Tennessee. He should. Yeah, I mean teased are, are one thing. Just doing too much on the sideline and all the theatrics. <laughs> he's he's a showsman. He's not a basketball coach. He's a showsman. That that's why he he's a performer. He he should go try out for America's Got Talent. Because he he can put on a real theater show and and be the star of America's Got Talent, and he, he's more of a salesman and what's the lead person in a circus? What, what they call butcher, carnival, something, whatever. Yeah. That that's that's Coach Cal. That's why you've had all these first round picks, all these number one picks, all these five stars, and you got one championship. And Kentucky fans can miss me with the whole. Well, we make it to the Final Four when Tennessee's been to the Final Four. Okay, cool. Congratulations. That's not the expectation at Kentucky. The expectation at Kentucky is win national championships. And Coach Cal, with all the talent in the world, has won one over, like, how many years now? 12, 13, 14? A long time. 
He's been there a long time. Can't wait to brag about all the oh, number one overall picks much. he's had, though. It's too early in the game for like three and a half minutes into the game. Why Why go that far? He's he's just doing too much. He, I, he I miss like the he's post-game about to fight the, like He's acting like he's about to fight the yeah. refs. Had to be held back. I bet he was like, hey, hey, hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Don't hold me back. But hold me back. Hold me back. Like, I now it was, it was pointless. Like, I mean, I understand like when your players is is hit and it was a dirty play or something like that, but it was a clean foul on Sheedway. Like it was pretty apparent. I think he was trying to also send a message to his team. His team was up. But it, it wasn't necessarily that type of message. It was more of it's gonna be a fight tonight. This environment is is crazy and it's going to be a fight, and y'all got to step up and answer the bell. The thing, the thing about that is, like, our our players, we was out man when that when that incident happened. Now their team was out man because you and Thompson bowling arena, but like we had like three or four dudes over there at first, and then it was Kentucky's whole bench. And I was like, oh boy. This is not this is not good. This is not good at all. But then I was like, oh well, we got the whole fan base over here. We 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 good just in case. They thought Ole Miss was bad. <laughs> this this could be a whole lot worse. But glad nothing happened, and um, and the game was the game was very very tense. So take that L, Kentucky. Yeah, you, you you smacked us around the first game. Smacked you around in the second game. We'll see what happens in the SEC tournament, and uh, may the may the best team win the third the third matchup. So, thanks for the phone call, Steve. Really, really appreciate it. Um, wow, man, this is what it's about, though, folks. If you're new to basketball, this is what it's about. It's about playing your best ball at the right time of the season, and this is the end of the season. Tennessee is in a great spot. You're getting Jonas to do at the right time. The adjustments made after Levy Camwas injury has been, been fabulous. This is why Tennessee is lucky to have Rick Barnes. Where can I buy a Jonas Adu jersey? I don't know, man. And and what do I need to do? to get Rick to move him into the starting lineup for Saturday's game against Arkansas. It might be time. They they wanted to move Folky back into the lineup after Olivier got hurt, but, but Folky said, hey, I'll do it if, if you think it's what's best for the team, but I really feel good coming off the bench. I feel comfortable. I, I feel like I'm, I'm really hitting my stride in, in this role. Again, I'll come off the bench, or I'll start if you need me to, but I prefer coming off the bench. So that's kind of why they, they rolled with, with Brandon, it seems like. But He's earned it. I, w- I, would, I would rather see Jonas in than Brandon. Jonas gives way more to this team than Brandon does right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I think uh, Jonas has earned starting, starting minutes, man. He's earned it based on his performance last night. 865-255-03. Stay with us. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. If you want to be part of the show, 
Call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Don't miss Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union's President's Day Special. Take advantage of these incredible rates. We're offering auto, recreational, and refinancing loans as low as 1.90% APR. This amazing rate is only available from February 14th through the 25th. You don't want to miss this limited time offer because after the 25th, rates will go back up. Apply in branch or online at atfcu.com. Get this rate before it's gone and celebrate President's Day with incredible savings. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is is here to help bring your dreams within reach. So, if you're looking for financing for a new vehicle or looking to finance a home improvement project, ATFCU is here with a variety of affordable loan options that bring your dreams to life. Don't miss this opportunity. Sign up during our President's Day special and get a loan for as low as 1.90% APR. Take advantage of these incredible rates. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is the clear choice. Your less red tape banking alternative. An equal housing lender annual percentage rate. Terms and conditions apply subject to credit approval. The rate you qualify for is determined by your creditworthiness. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. J.C.'s will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. 
No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim Com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Woo! <laughs> 
Twenty fifth fuel by that in barbecue. Let's bring around the SEC to you. And uh, Ben, man, glad that you are energized this morning to bring us around the SEC. What you got today? Yeah, just full of energy this morning. Uh, <laughs> South Carolina beat Ole Miss in overtime, seventy-seven to seventy-four. Texas A&M beat Florida, fifty-six to fifty-five. Had some close games in the SEC outside of the 9 o'clock games, the 7 o'clock window. A&M beating Florida by a point. Carolina beating Ole Miss by three in overtime. But then the late window, Tennessee wins 76-63. to Arkansas beats Missouri by 19, 76-57. Setting up a, a big-time matchup this Saturday. Number 16, Tennessee, at number 23, Arkansas. Tennessee tied for second in the SEC. Arkansas, a game back in third place. But Bud Walton Arena is going to be rocking. 4 p.m. tip on ESPN. It'll be a fun one on Saturday afternoon. Uh, In terms of some football news and notes, Vanderbilt had yet another transfer. DeRicky Wright. Oh, that's a good one, man. Is in the transfer portal. DeRicky. DeRicky McKee. Come on, Ben. That, that has to fly with the wifey. I like that one. No. Uh, it's it's funny to see some of the comments from Vanderbilt fans quote tweeting the news that DeRicky Wright, a Vanderbilt linebacker, has entered the portal. No, we don't need him anyway. No, the opposite. One person said curse words. Dot, 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 dot. Somebody said, another eBay auction clock has expired. Pending the check clearing, you'll hear the announcement. Rinse, repeat. This is college football in 2022. Hard to grow a sport from here. If fans can't see a path to building something new versus renting the same 8-12 to teams. I don't know what that guy's talking about. I don't know what he was expecting. I think he's mad about the transfer portal. Because a thousand, I know Vanderbilt sucks, but a thousand Vanderbilt players have entered the portal since the end of the season. Did you think that the transfer portal was going to help help you? What were, what were you expecting? They they <laughs> they got good early news out of the portal when Clemson linebacker Kane Patterson announced that he was transferring to Vanderbilt. But that's mainly because he grew up in Nashville, and I went. I think he went to NBA Montgomery Bell Academy there in Nashville. So that's really the main reason uh, why you got him. Another one said, "God." Why? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Please stop giving me the BS line that this happens everywhere. Vandy has so many players leaving. Some are key guys like this one. Another guy said, throwing up now. The mighty door report said, big blow here. Derricky Wright has reportedly entered the transfer portal. (laughs) The door report is the premier Vanderbilt podcast in Music City. I don't know what you're expecting. So, Vanderbilt has another player enter the portal. And, I mean, that was the only news around the SEC football-wise that I saw. Auburn football will be on for what? A little later on in the show. But not not really a a newsworthy day. You giving giving Auburn football one? Yesterday Mm -hmm. you just gave gave Auburn one. Yes. the, The Auburn 
football program is is getting one today. Their, their social media team gets it for what today? Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow, man. What a night. What a night. What a night indeed. Tennessee isn't. Last night's atmosphere was as good of an atmosphere as you will find in college basketball. I mean, last night was as good as an atmosphere as you'll find in in the Dean Dome, uh, at Duke, Kansas, Michigan State, Rupp. La- last night was as good as anybody in the country. Now, the, the difference between Tennessee and Cameron Indoor and, and – those blue bloods is like it it's like that every single night at those places even when their version of of Vanderbilt comes into town uh and look I said it on Monday show that Saturday against Vanderbilt that that Saturday night it got loud at, at times I mean it wasn't a jam-packed and jam-packed house and it wasn't loud like it it was last night but it was still loud there, there were times where I, I couldn't hear whistle on the court. And that, that was Vanderbilt. And so it, there, there's a little bit of a drop-off against lesser opponents at Tennessee, but still great atmospheres, still great atmospheres. And Tennessee has one of the best environments in college basketball. Simple as that. It, it is elite. I, I know that in a perfect world, it would be nice to make some tweaks, but the student section – gets into it, they are rowdy, they have an effect, and last night was was really fun. Tennessee fans are just special. Ten- the University of Tennessee is just a special place. It, it, it's, it simply is. It, it's as simple as that. There, there's no reason that <laughs> that atmosphere shouldn't happen every single night. My man Stokes nailed it. He says, Kentucky fans are funny. They talk all kind of crap before the game. Then take the L, and all they can say is, glad you enjoyed your Super Bowl. Like that's going to change the fact that y'all got it pushed in for the entire game against a lesser team in y'all's eyes. I do I do find it funny the way that uh, Kentucky fans pick and choose the narrative they want to run with, depending on the outcome of the game. I think it's hilarious. So, like, one of the best chants last last night was just like football, right? Mm-hmm. The comeback for Kentucky fans were, was the fact they won in the ball game. Did you play Tennessee in the ball game? Yeah, Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky has a lot of reason to be happy about its football season and proud of its football season. No, no, no shame in that. <laughs> yeah, you won a big time bowl game. They they finished with ten wins, right? Yeah. Sorry, running on four hours of sleep. I I can't think straight. Can't remember much this morning. There's a lot to be proud of, but you can't talk trash to Tennessee fans. You just can't. You can't. You can't. Because you lost. <laughs> because you lost. You had a great season, but just because you technically had a better season than Tennessee doesn't mean. That, that you can talk trash to Tennessee because you lost to them. Exactly. You, can, you can't beat Tennessee in football, ever. Unless. Unless Butch Jones is the coach or Jeremy Pruis is the coach 
or JG's the quarterback. That's that, that's what it takes <laughs> for you to, to say. That's, that's what it takes for Kentucky to beat Tennessee in football. Unless JG's throwing you the ball uh, right to you, but that's like I know how to like I know how to take the L. I know how to take the L. We all take them, and when you when you, when it's time to take it, you gotta take it. If you lose to a team. And you're trying to talk trash. You're gonna have, like, you're gonna have to try to change the narrative or make it about something else or move the goalposts to, to have a point. Sometimes you just, it's just best to just be quiet mm-hmm. and just and just take the L. Yep. Kentucky, you had one of your best football seasons of all time, and you still lost to Tennessee at home. In Hypo's first season, operating at around 70 scholarships. Take the L. Your fourth-rated team that many people feel like is the best team in the country or one of the best teams in the country, Final Four worthy. I still think Kentucky is Final Four worthy. Was, Was Jimmy Dyke still saying that on the broadcast last night? I don't know. I was at the game. I'm, not, it's a, I'm asking out loud, not directly at you. I know we're in the same room together. Yeah, I'm asking the good folks who are watching good on people. TV. That was, was Jimmy Dykes talking about Kentucky being still at Final Four team? I do know that I saw some tweets. I saw these tweets after I left Thompson Bowl Arena because you know I couldn't didn't get no couldn't get any service. But um, I did see where people were like, Tennessee's in the lead. Tennessee's winning, but yet. They're talking about how good Kentucky is. I didn't see that. So, but my point is, like, Kentucky's really, really good. And you came in here and got spanked. And you were shooting the ball well at the beginning of the game. Yeah, Tata wasn't 100%. But it's freaking February the 15th. Who is 100%? Who's 100%? Olivier is out for the season. Like, who was 100%? Everyone has bumps and bruises. Suck it up. Just take the L. Just take it. Just take the L. But we, what happened in the bowl game? It don't matter. Did you Did you beat Tennessee in the bowl game? Nope. Oh, yeah, Purdue beat Tennessee. Your ass didn't beat Tennessee. Your ass got beat by Tennessee. So, shh. Hush. Go to the phone. We've got Jay. Jay, good morning. Well, hey, good morning, brother. You speak the truth this morning. This morning? <laughs> Every morning. Every Shh. morning. Shut up, Ben. Man, uh, Rob, Rob Harris has lost his daggone mind. I don't know what he was thinking. That's his name? Little Kev? Yeah, yeah, man. He uh, little penny. He's about he's about he's about five foot six in real life, and oh, uh, so you know. Oh, I've met him. Yeah, a few times. You know, Jay's in yeah. the strength conditioning world. Yeah, I know, but I'm sure he hasn't met every person who is in the strength and conditioning no, I had, world. No, I haven't met everybody, but I have met Rob. And was uh, he a nice guy? Weird guy? Did you get weird Nap- vibes? Good good vibes from him. Napoleon syndrome is what I got. I mean, you can Honestly. tell by that 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 skirmish. 
Yeah, yeah, Napoleon syndrome. I mean, that's the truth, man. He, I, I got the impression that he thought his stuff didn't stink because he was the, the guy at Kentucky, and uh, and that you know he he had kind of a little man syndrome because he is he is, I mean, seriously, he's about five foot six. He's a little guy, and and he picked the right. Not that Ziegler would back down to him because we know Ziegler's a pit bull, but he picked the right guy. Like he he ain't gonna run. Come on, man. You you not you will get tossed around, bro. That's what's that what's that video, Ben? You're not that guy, pal. He, he's not that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy, my guy. Yeah, you're you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. You know, like sit down, and shut up. Just just leave, just leave that alone, man. So I I could be the strength coach at Kentucky. Coach Cal could appoint me the strength coach of Kentucky tomorrow, and I would look like the best strength coach in America. Because well, yeah. Cal just and, signs and you know freakish athletes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like being the strength coach at Alabama, man. It's Alabama football. I mean, turn the lights on. Don't get them hurt. You'll be fine. Go do that bench press. Go squat. Yeah. Go, go, do, yeah. go go pick up those dumbbells and do some curls and some back rows, well, and, and you'll be good. What I'll do is I'll roll in that TV on the, on the stand when you know it's a substitute <laughs> teacher, and I'll play those Billy Blade workout videos. All right. All right. Watch this and – do this. I'm going to go have a beer. Go run on the treadmill for 30 minutes. <laughs> Man. And, you, hey, yeah, I just oh, – I couldn't believe that. It just fired me up. But, you know, guys, I, I don't know what Kentucky – so, uh, you know, the, this whole enjoy your Super Bowl comments, that kind of stuff, since, this predates Rick Barnes. Since Tennessee has really been invested in basketball – Kentucky don't push Tennessee around exactly. Anymore. Since we've, I mean, to me, look, I, I, I don't, I don't dispute this. Kentucky's the best job in ba- of, of best basketball job in the league. I, I stand by this though. Tennessee is the second best basketball job in the league, and since Tennessee has been investing in basketball, and this predates Barnes, uh, Tennessee has been going toe to toe with Kentucky. Kentucky is not out here running Tennessee, and like y'all saw, we're seven and five in the last twelve games. Pearl, uh, even even Conzo, we more than hold our own against Kentucky. Now that the investment has been made in basketball, so I don't I don't know what really this the mod like you can you can you know start talking about Adolph Rupp, uh, who you know your whole program centered around a racist, and that's that's great. But Facts. Uh, I mean, it's just the truth. And uh, his name's Adolph. Yeah, Adolph. I mean, li- <laughs> I never <laughs> even made that connection. Name <laughs> I mean, his name's Adolph. So I've never even made that connection until now. Golly, I mean, <laughs> so. But modern day times, Tennessee more than holds their own against Kentucky. More than holds, their and own. they hate so, it, man. They hate it, just like we hate. hate as football fans, we hate these new schools that we used to beat down having more success. We hate it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 not. Yeah, I mean, look look at LSU in the nineties. They weren't much. Yeah, you know, but they they started investing in football, and you, you saw what happened. But same thing with Tennessee basketball, and, and that's not going away. Kentucky fans better get used to this. This ain't going away. Nope. And here's the other thing about. The, the whole Super Bowl comment, Jay, is mm-hmm. I, I know that they 
hate Duke more than than us. But after Duke, they hate us more than anybody else. So Louisville. Yeah, yeah, Louisville. Okay, Louisville. Yes, I, I blanked on Louisville. Again, four four hours of sleep. I'm forgetting things today. It's okay. Louisville and Duke, they hate more than Tennessee. But after those two, they cannot despise us. It may not be their Super Bowl, but for them to act like they don't want to win the game as much as Tennessee fans want to win the game is ridiculous. Well, Ben, you'll go on Twitter. I mean, after they lose to Tennessee, you'll see a lot of Kentucky fans saying that they hate Tennessee way worse than they hate Louisville. Mm-hmm. They hate losing us. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's a rivalry when they win. But when when they lose, it's just another game. Oh, yeah. no big it's Super Bowl. Oh, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's just since yeah. the Super Bowl, they play up to us. We get everybody's best shot. Acting like they don't want to win as much as Tennessee fans want to win. Hey, yeah. if, if 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 that Kentucky game was a Super Bowl, what was the Arizona game? Because Arizona is ranked higher than them, <laughs> and was mm. and was ranked higher than when we beat Arizona. So they would say it's a wild card game. I mean, Tennessee's beating Kentucky more than any other team in, in college. Rick Barnes has won nine times against Kentucky. It ain't a Super Bowl. It's just a game against a really good program. Got to give Kentucky respect. Mm-hmm. A, a great program historically. And that they have great players. Just just see it as that. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah and I mean, this this Auburn game, I mean, there's the you beat Auburn. I mean, Joe Lenardi has. Arizona, Kentucky, and Auburn right now as number one seeds. I mean, my God, Rick Barnes has a chance to beat three number one seeds right now. I know. I know, Jay. I know, man. It's, it's, he was rocking last night. Next Saturday at four. One won't be better than the other. They'll both be equal because Tennessee is an elite college basketball environment and and it's time that it starts getting its recognition nationally we we as tennessee folks know what it what it can be and and the potential and and what it is it's time for for these college basketball national media members to start recognizing it as well tough place to play if you're an opponent our one in the books, our two around the corner, Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue, live from the Low T Center studios. Be right back. 